This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, you know, before they were legends of outlaw country, they were lost souls looking for their sound. Don't miss Mandy Moore and the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the rise of outlaw country music and its biggest stars. Hear how one woman's vision in her tiny living room, far from Nashville's music row, became the epicenter of a musical movement. Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in The Boar's Nest. Listen now at audible.com slash The Boar's Nest. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. He was like, hey, we got to go back to my hotel. I want to play you something. I had no idea they'd even he didn't tell you yet. cut the song. Right. We're standing in his room, Yishe, Alex, Mike, and Dan. And he's like, guess who's on 10,000 Hours with us? And I was like, who? He said, Justin Bieber. And I was like, shut up. That is ridiculous. Welcome to episode 395. Jesse Joe Dillon. This past year has been insane for her. I had to actually tell her how many cuts from other artists that she's had. She didn't even know. She was like, oh, wow. Because I was like, does it feel good? You'll hear it. And she's like, yeah, it feels pretty good. I said, do you know? She's like, what, really? <laughs> See, that's how you know things are hitting just right. But I liked her because even then, you know, like everybody, regardless of how much success you have or success you don't have, you kind of still feel like what you felt like before. She's like, oh, really? You know, I don't really feel like... But really cool conversation. Now, let's talk about her because notable releases... 10,000 Hours, she wrote this. Dan and Shay with Justin Bieber. We talk about when a song goes pop. Because that song had so, so, so (laughs) many streams. Still does. Old Dominion, Memory Lane. Which is on the chart right now. Number 15 or so. Cole Swindell, Break Up in the End. Even though... We break up in the end. That was Grammy nominated, ACM nominated. Marin Morris Rich. Boy, I'd be rich. In 2010, she got a Grammy nomination for her very first cut, which is why it's like, uh, okay, rookie year. Let me just take a swing. My home run. First bed bat. That's, it rarely happens. So it was a song that she wrote with her dad. And Casey Bethard called The Breath You Take that George Strait recorded. The song was nominated as Best Country Song at the 2011 awards ceremony. She had to be like, well, this is easy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is all it takes. Pretty crazy. It's her story. It's her born and raised in Nashville, moving off, trying to avoid what's in Nashville as far as like the music scene. 
and then going, you know, I meant to do it, and then she moved back. Her dad is Dean Dillon, who a couple years ago in the Country Music Hall of Fame, wildly famous and successful songwriter. But man, is is a great talk. Really enjoy the time with her. Here she is. Dun dun dun. Jesse Joe Dillon. Follow her at Jesse Joe Dillon. Thank you. So I had the old Dominion guys. We're rolling, by the way. We're, oh, okay. Yeah, we're good. Let's roll. Um, we had the old Dominion guys in. My favorites. Yeah, and we were talking about their latest single, Memory yeah. Lane. Yeah. And you'd come up, even in that conversation, but you'd come up so many times with so many people. And oh, then wow. Mike and I were talking, and we was like, we should just get her in here. Oh. She keeps coming up over and over again. So with you and riding with the band, when I interviewed the band, mm-hmm. bands are difficult to interview because if there's not just one main Chief. person yeah you gotta like pay equal attention to everybody right and it's like make sure everybody feels like they're when you write with them do you have to deal with that a little bit too you know some bands for sure i'm thinking of some those guys i i have known them so long um and you know there is some dynamics in there but they're all just such great songwriters that that we wrote two songs that day um hey. And it was just kind of the volleyball. I mean, it's like playing volleyball when I feel like everyone's really on. Just pat, do they feel know? like? Do they just jump into? Because again, they're individually they're all great songwriters. Yeah. In that group, so they all it's, feel comfortable. Where it's not the band dynamic so much as it's just four really strong songwriters. Yes. More than it's Old Dominion. More yes. than it's you and Old Dominion. It's you and four equal, like peers. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And being like pretty tight with all of them separately, and then together, it just felt. It's just one of those great days where everybody just, I don't know, songs just appear. It's weird. Do you feel like you're, the word's not peaking now, but do you feel like you're in your prime prime because everything right now from the outside looking in, it looks like you're just crushing it. Like data. And I'll read this for everybody. They already know I'm insane. But uh, just this year of 2023, you've had 21 cuts. In the last wow, 12 months, you've had 32. So in the, in, from January to now, you've had 21 cuts. But 12 months, a full year, uh-huh. like May. Like last year. Yeah. yeah. You've had 32 cuts. That's I don't think I knew that. Does it, crazy. It, does it feel like it's just constantly? You know, it's funny you ask that because I was, I was talking to my publisher yesterday and um, I was just in Florida on a writing trip um, with Tyler Hubbard and Jess Frazier and Gorley and some friends in Florida and... I, I'm such an Eeyore by nature that he's been telling me like, we're getting there, we're going, we're going, Alex, my publisher. And this weekend, it's funny you bring it up too. I'm like, maybe something's happening because I'm feeling really good yeah. about my work and um, a lot of new artists I really love and getting to work with them. I, I feel excited kind of like I did when I first started. Megan Maroney was in. I love her. Yeah, and we've been lucky enough to know her for a while too because yeah. she's blown up. It's crazy. Yeah, and we were lucky enough to be like, oh man, she's good. So we had her in last year and we were kind of breaking it Oh wow, you, yeah, you got in there. So what was cool was I already knew her and I didn't feel like I'm just going to call somebody that's blowing up and because she's blowing. So I was like, Megan, we want to talk to you again. She's like, great. She comes in, she plays Girl in the Mirror. Yes. Uh And I remember just talking to her about her being just uh, a real songwriter. She is. Not that there aren't real, not that people aren't real, but you could tell she takes it seriously. And I could oh, yeah. tell she took it seriously when we met her the first time. Wow. But I said, that song, I'm not even a girl. And I like, I, like, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel that. And she shouted you out too in the same way. But that song is really good. Like to the point where I'm Thank jaded. You, 
and I still get like little bumps every once in a while. And that was one of them where that was the case. Man, that means a lot to me coming from you. You hear so many songs. Um, she is a very real songwriter. I mean, she came, that was the first day we met. And um, I think, I feel like she's my little sister or something. I think we're a similar person in relationships. And and she had that idea. And I remember being just like, damn, even. And as the day went on, you know, it was just, she. I just am so proud of her. And like you said, she does take writing very seriously and loves country music. And um, that song, I think we both kind of bled into it a little bit. You, you can see the blood. You can feel yeah. the blood. Yeah. And in, in the best, most vulnerable way where you're like, I'm going to say everything and it's going to be uncomfortable. But then everybody goes, oh, you're so uncomfortable. It makes me comfortable type thing. Right. Yeah. I do think songs can do that. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. With her too, I think she gets a, and I mean this in the best way, I think she gets a raw deal because she is pretty. Yes. And she has blonde hair. Yes. And people are just like, well, she must be just a polished product. Totally. But that's why I was just so set on emphasizing to my audience that she is such a songwriter. Oh, she is the real deal. And always comes in, we've written since since then, always has ideas and is very aware of her perspective and her fans. That's what I told her too. Like she yes. knows who she's talking to and why she's talking to them and yes. what she wants to say to them. Yes. And a girlfriend of mine was just at one of her shows uh, last weekend and she sent me a video and it's pretty nuts. I mean, I know Tennessee Orange and some songs have been uh, Girl in the Mirror and then uh, I'm Not Pretty, which also I'm a fan of all her songs I'm not on. Like I've listened to I'm Not Pretty probably a hundred times. Right. Um, but she had all, the whole audience was singing every word and Shana, my friend, was like, man, I haven't seen this with a new female in a long time. It was pretty crazy. Just, ugh, I'm just so happy for her because she is such the real deal. You always want to see that win and sometimes it doesn't. And I'm happy that it's winning and I feel like it will continue to, I hope. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And not, not to stay on Megan, but I feel like you've been such an instrumental part of her, um, of her being a credible songwriter because you can't get in with you unless you who is so established like you're not just gonna hop in a room with anybody right and I think that's a big deal for Megan to be like for you to write with her and, but something about her and I have another old dominion question but yeah she came in and she was sick and she was gonna perform I was like Megan you don't have to perform yeah like absolutely don't perform if you're not feeling good do not perform she's like no she's like I have to perform I came to mm. perform and she freaking ripped out two songs she, she dang go Meg yeah went to a different key Let's go. And sang it, and it was great. But so, like, almost a prof- like a professional, and has been a professional for a while. Yes, like older than she is. She does is very much, and she, she what was she a marketing major? Is that what it is? When she was at UGA or UGA, she was my. You know, she, she was something was like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like you can really see that in her too. It's very, very professional. Very okay. This is I see where I'm going with this, whether you guys want to believe in me or not. Like this is where, right. this is the direc- direction I see it going. And I love that she did it when she was sick. I can see her doing that. Yeah, she's fine through it. Earlier you she's were talking about, you wrote two songs that day with Old Dominion. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, did you, did you write them both quick or did you stay late? We actually wrote them both pretty quickly, which all days are not like that. I, I, as you know, too, having so many writers in here. But it was, and both are obviously ones on the radio, but the other song I, I love a lot, too. Um, they, it was quick. Everybody was in the zone that day. And I never know what to attribute that to, but you know, they were quick. 
I think some of it would probably, looking at your data, be attributed uh, to you. Oh, I, know. I mean, just by all the. <laughs> you ever go in and you're just not, you're just not clicking because I have yeah. those days and I'm, I rely on people to help me click. This makes me feel better. <laughs> Say that I've I, had some a lot recently, actually. And then you know, we'll kill. That'll be a great show. And like, man, what a funny. And I'm like, you know, I, like I was there, <laughs> but I really didn't. It, it wasn't me. Yeah, that's what. Yes. And so I get. The credit, just because right. it's, but in the in reality, I wasn't clicking that much, and everybody else kind of carried the thing. It that's so true because it it you do then for me, I'll lean heavily on co-writers, and I, they would say same thing like, "Oh, you weren't bad." It's like, don't lie to me. Was, yeah, then I feel not, guilty that yes. I'm getting the credit, and I'm like, "Well, you don't understand. <laughs> it was mostly it bothers you for days." <laughs> do you ever uh, <laughs> have you ever competed against yourself on the chart? I feel like break up at the end. Maybe and Rich were out at the same time, but I don't think they were near each other. If I remember, so they weren't battling. I was not Morgan one. Wallen yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, two <laughs> songs of yours that I thought should have been number ones oh, were wow. "Rich" by Marin. I had in my <laughs> second book I wrote, I had a playlist that I do before I'd go out and I do stand up. Um, so before I'd go out on the stage and I'd go on the theater and be Mister Hello, I'm I'm very introverted until it's time to be extroverted. Yes, and very one, very the other. Yeah, but I really do. always quite. Flower, fly on the whatever they say. Yeah. Well, I noticed when I came in, you were quiet. Yeah, I got nothing to say. I say stuff all the time, so I when know. I got nothing to say, I, have, I, I don't say anything. You. Yeah. And so, but Rich, and there was a Snoop song, but Rich was on my playlist of songs I would listen to because it really it really pumped me up. Like, I loved it. And then I played it a bunch on the air. Yes. But did. I was I so remember. surprised that it did, that song was not an, and Brett's Songs About You, oh, that song. That hurt. That song, I, that is like an A-plus song. I love him so and much, Brett's too. one of my best friends. Yes, he's told me that. He loves you so much. I it's, mean, obviously, you know, but... That one, thank you. I, I just find out now. Brett loves me, too? <laughs> he loves me, too, Thank no. you. Yeah, last that, time I saw him, he was talking about you. You guys had just done something, or dinner or something, I don't remember. Wait, he's kind of the only person to hang out with. Like wait, Brett and I hang out twice a week, at least. I love that. Right? Because he, he's very introverted. He's very introverted. Very particular. One of my God favorite things particular. about him, particular. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. But, I know. But very particular. Brett, what time are you going to bed tonight? Yeah. If you're listening. Right? Well, we will be. <laughs> um, when you re- have these songs come out, and I mentioned some of them, and I'm going to get to a bunch more, do you ever feel like you want to release your own version of it, like Lori McKenna will do occasionally? You know, no. I don't think. I, I've i had a lot of people ask me, weirdly, this is also a weird question that keeps happening, uh, if I would want to make... A record ever and I've never really wanted to until the past year I I went out to when Brandy Clark was cutting her um, latest record that's coming out with Brandy Carlo at into Shangri-La in Malibu and I was so inspired by that place and I thought I wonder if someday I'd want to make just a project even if it's just for me but I think I would want to write hunker down and write for it instead of cutting so instead of taking songs that you've written yeah that either were released or yeah. even ones I love that weren't I, I don't know but um, probably won't ever happen but. I was talking to Brandy I don't know where it was cause she was, loves you too she's awesome I mean yeah she loves when you. it comes to like folks like I love Brandy she feels she's that way awesome. too so I saw her she was like you know you just mentioned uh, Brandy's producing the record and so is that is it really good yes yeah, so it's crazy because I said, don't, I don't want to hear anything until it's all there. Okay. That's Have you not listened to the songs, I, I, two songs I have? No, I won't listen because <gasps> okay. I usually don't listen to music early anyway, unless I'm close to the person. Right. However, 
I told her, I, I want to hear it, but I want to hear it all because Brandy also is someone who will go A to Z and it's all in the package. Yes. And so I want to hear the whole package from her because I, re- I like her. Yes. Is she, and maybe I should frame the question like this, who are your close confidants in the industry that you can lean on when you're sad or happy or suck or killing it? Brandy, for sure. She's like my sister, my, is my very, very best friend ever. Um, I actually just told her, I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. She's like, what? Tell mommy I said hi. Um, but who else? Um, my publisher, for sure, Alex Heddle. Did, were you guys close before you started working? Yeah, we were, we were friends. And then it... Um, the two deals that I had before this, I were kind of like not the best deals, but I'm thankful for them because I met sure. Brandy, Shane, Matt, all Dominion guys for sure. Um, and then when it was time for my deal to come up, he had gone to Big Machine, and they, him and Mike were like, "Please come here." Um, Laura Veltz, who I write a lot with, Chase McGill, he, oh, my dude, he's like my brother. Uh, what about Chase? To you, so cool. You know. We met a long time ago, and we both love country music, traditional music, but then we also bonded over. We love, like, old, like, Connor Ober, Susan Bright Eyes, um, brand new, this, like, punk kind of singer-songwriter band. We just really bonded over music, and he's such a good writer, such a cool dude. I don't know. We kind of have, like, just always had a connection like work like writing songs wise and friendship wise when you mentioned alex your publisher Mm -hmm. and i asked about that dynamic like i am really close now to i have two dual managers okay and i don't think i would have but we're together or talking about something or creating something or it's all we're all all the time yeah and it has made us very close Mm -hmm. and i wonder if the publisher relationship with the writer is like that if one you're doing awesome and two if they believe in you so much and like i mean it's just an organic if you're doing well he's doing well Mm -hmm. and you also like each other does that just make you closer i think so it sounds like yours and i think you i mean you talk to them so much like i talk to him every day without uh, multiple times usually and um Although, I don't know if you were friends with your managers outside of that ever. I was not before. I knew them. Okay. But I wasn't friends with them. Does it ever, because sometimes when I'm pissed off about something or he's pissed off at me about something, you have, it's tough. It's like the people that work on my show. I I brought them onto my radio show because I was great friends with them. Right. But beforehand, but I also have to be the boss. Yes. And there's that professional relationship slash dynamic that at time and it's great now we've been doing it like 16 17 years like i took people from that that are awesome i met at a restaurant or i met and so we've been doing it for so long but yeah it gets it gets difficult because most other times it's so easy yeah exactly and when it really we've had moments before i've thought i should not have just said that or i wish i maybe should have addressed this in a different way like because it's your friend and i mean I feel like me and my whole family, everybody's pretty hot-headed, so sometimes <laughs> I have to check myself, but um, I'm trying to get better at that. Therapy, I guess. Um, but, yeah, it's an interesting thing, but I don't. I really don't know what I'd do without him. I have to credit him for things even going so well because, I mean, ever since I've come over there, he just was like, 
I believe in you so much and I'm going to make this happen and we can do it together. And um, yeah. How much of a factor is he in your, with you professionally? Like, does it, I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it really in an uneducated way. Does it matter who your publisher is? I definitely think so. I think most, more even than just the company, it matters if you have a person, this is, I would tell any new writer or writer that's like, my shit's not popping, what's going on? If you have a person that really believes in you, I feel like at it, I mean, everyone says tenure town and I do think that's true. Um, but eventually, if there's someone as your partner, it's going to work. If you are talented, at all, which anyone I feel like that has a publishing deal is probably talented. Um, so I feel like, yeah, I mean... He, I mean, there's so many people I wouldn't know if it weren't for him who are good friends now, but like Dan and Shay, um, I sort of knew Shay, but I didn't know Dan and, uh, Brett's like getting me with Brett. I mean, Alex, who is now such, such a dear friend. Um, there's so many artists. He's very good at, at that. He's, uh, he's a Willen and Dylan kind of guy, but, but he's sweet. So it never comes across as like the business i'm always trying to do make some like business move um I like how you shoot guns though when you say wheeling and dealing well you know like, what i mean wheel- like, yosemite sam show a full yosemite right there no right so it does matter yes i think so that i was like how do we yeah um it does matter i think if having a person that's that really whether it's a writer manager whether it's your publisher or whatever um i think it's so important I see that with artists too, where they'll get starry eyed about a big manager that's has big clients. And sometimes they are great for an artist, but other times I'll, I'll think, gosh, I hope they have someone over there in like a day to day that they don't get lost. Right. It's easy to get lost. Yes. Especially if they have someone so big that it's a 24 hour a day that's who they're going to focus on. Because the benefit is, let's just say I'm a new artist and I get on with Luke Bryan, like Carrie's managing yes. Luke, and I go and I'm like, I'm a new artist, and Carrie's like, I'd like to manage you. Well, the benefit is, you get a lot of leverage with Luke. Heck yeah. Luke's going to do tours, you're going to be you on the tour. You're gonna, but what's tough is, yeah. Luke's 24 hours, and mm-hmm. you're probably not going to get that attention unless Carrie goes, I've got a, this other day-to-day that's right. going to manage you, and hopefully that relationship is great, and hopefully the other day-to-day, well, well they got to make money, yeah, they're making a lot off you right away. Right. So yeah, it's kind of a sensitive it situation. It really is. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it it's find your champion. It's like a relationship or something. I find your person or, or whatever. I, I I think that's one of the biggest things for artists and songwriters alike because it's so symbiotic when it feels right. Because I spent years having it not be. And so when I found Alex and Mike Molnar, it just... It definitely, I feel like, has changed my life. We interrupt this interview to bring you a message from our sponsor. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. 
This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your next stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring. You're talking about men's boots, women's boots, um, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time honored tradition, timeless style, always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort, little to no break in period. Like, it's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, direct consumer pricing keeps the value on your feet and the money in your pocket. So, stop by your local Tacova store. Have a complimentary drink. Shop the new styles. You like the smell of leather or no? I love it. Yeah. That's what the whole store basically is. Fresh leather. Yep. Friendly staff. Or like the smell of staff? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm sure they smell good there. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. What a gift, too. Regular live music and events. There is no in-store experience like this. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Yeah. Yeah. Tecovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. This is the Bobby Cast. Have you heard any of the AI songs? Like- yeah, I mean, a few of them. You know what? I'm and writers I know right now. And if any of you end up listening to this, know I'm talking to you. Why are you even messing with that? Is a joke. I'm like, y'all, please stop messing using that. It's going to take our job. I hope not. But like the Drake and the Weekend song. Okay, I haven't heard that, but I have heard it talked about. Yeah, it's really good. Is it? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. It hits pretty hard. Uh, I wish you guys could play it. Uh, my, I'm sure you can find on the computer to uh, give her some. They pulled it down from everywhere. They did? Yeah. The, oh, shit. The, the Luke Bryan one was pretty bad. And even Luke admitted it that. It was like bad, yeah, bad? It was, it was, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I was thinking of that chat GPT thing. Mm-hmm. that people have been like, oh, I typed this thing in to see if it could write a song. Oh, have you done it yet? No. Watch this. I don't like it, this. <laughs> Me either, but I, but I mess with it all the time. <laughs> you too. But you can say to anything, for example, I'm going to say... But yeah, you're right. This is like super slippery. It and also is. who owns it? If you use it, who, Do, yeah. who owns it? Okay, I'm going to go, write me a rap about Bobby Bones. Watch this. So let's see. Here we go. It's thinking. It is thinking. Listen up, y'all. I got a story to tell about a radio host that's known quite well. He's the king of country. The man with the mic, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> It's Bobby Bones, right? He started out in Arkansas. Bobby, just it'll just do the whole thing. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. 
Isn't that crazy? King of country, though. I mean, that's a pretty good line. Hey, I didn't say it. AI did. That's I know, I right? We right? Qu- quoting an impress release. <laughs> I was like, dang, that's good. He's the king of country. <laughs> uh, the 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 ten thousand hours, which 10, hours. you know, I know Dan and Shay rather well. We moved to town about the same time. Oh yeah, we've been friends a, a long time. I love those guys. And you know, that song by itself was going to be amazing anyway. Yes. When you heard that Bieber was going to get on it. Uh, I mean, sometimes I still can't believe it. Um, and the way that it happened is a memory I just never will forget. I was in New York with Alex, my publisher, doing a some kind of panel. I don't Grammy panel, maybe. And Dan, I like posted something on my story, and he responded to it and was like, "Yo, are you in New York? Um, I really want to see you today." And I was like, yeah, I'm with Alex. Let's all meet up. So we ended up going to this like sports bar. Some guys were watching games or something. And then he was like, hey, we got to go back to my hotel. I want to play you something. I had no idea they'd even he didn't tell you yet. cut the song. Right. I'm assuming at this point, though, I'm like, oh, maybe they cut 10,000 hours. Oh, my gosh. Just Dan and Shay. Yes. Got it. So we get to the hotel. We're standing in his room. We, Shay, Alex, Mike, and... Um, Dan and he's like guess who's on 10,000 hours with us and I was like who and he said Justin Bieber and I was like shut up that is ridiculous I was like for real though I want to hear it and he was like no he's really on the song and I was like stop I was dude no blah 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 I did not believe him and finally he just put headphones on my head and it already sounded so great from the top I was like tearing up and then when he started singing, I mean, I just cried. I mean, there's like video of it where we're all freaking out, but it is like one of my favorite memories. I still can't believe it really, I don't think. Is <laughs> Sometimes. That a, is that like a different ballpark financially when it goes pop? Yes, um, for sure. And that song, like Hardy even texted me when they were just in Australia and he was like, bro, I'm in this coffee shop and they're playing 10,000 hours. That's crazy. Just because like, yeah. actually I think it's New Zealand. It wasn't even Australia because it's been out a while now, but that, and that's a difference. I think too, that having someone like Justin on a song, it, it becomes so international where country, I mean, maybe some country stuff does that. I had never had country stuff that did that, but it definitely is different. Uh, money-wise, if you get on a pop chart. Is there a song that obviously another artist is known for they may have written with you or you may have written it and then it got to them, mm-hmm. but it's very personal to you, but it's just somebody else singing it? Oh, yeah. Um, Meaning it's about your thoughts. You sp- n- not just because you're so close to it because you wrote it how you're feeling, but I mean, it's like if you were singing a song, that'd be the song you would sing because it really represents who you are. I think, um, um, actually a Brandy, you haven't heard it yet, but she, we wrote a song, just the two of us that's, uh, she put out a month ago, maybe it's called buried. Uh, we wrote it last year, I think in the spring, just at her, that is a song. I, it's hard for me to listen to that song because I had gone through a really brutal, breakup is completely gutting to me um and it's still hard for me to she sounds amazing yeah. i mean the way they recorded her vocals even was a really cool thing that brandy carlisle did but 
it's that one's really hard because it feels so personal <laughs> um, that it make I it, I don't know it, that one's hard. What do you if, do you do the songwriter rounds? I don't. I'm I'm kind of like I'm kind of shy, and I even coming in here today I was nervous to be honest. Uh, I feel okay now though. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm super warm, right? I mean, yeah, you, know, you are. Yeah, yeah, just like yeah. A, a big old hug. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you are. <laughs> um, but I get I get a rash. I might even have it right now. Um, when I get hot or nervous, I remember when I was trying to get a publishing deal back when I was like 21, I had, I was sitting across from Frank Liddell playing songs on my guitar and I went into the bathroom and it was so bad. Like it, I was like, he probably didn't hear anything I just did. He watched this rash crawl up me like I'm the fucking walking dead or something like she. So I hate long story short, I rounds kind of scare me, but I don't. Because I've never seen you play around. No. And not that I go to many of them now, yeah. but uh, and I've been to a few and I've played in a few. I do some of my comedy stuff. Yes. But I never played with you or seen you play one. I know. Maybe I need to make myself do. Chase actually texted me the other day about doing private stuff. And he was like, dude, like come on let's just go do it together like jesse and jr we can make money or whatever and it's I, really I good need money to get over too. it i know that's it's what real. he said when you, when you have big songs you have really big songs and a lot of them it's, re- it's yeah. really good easy money hard to get those offers right it's really if, if oh, that's what he i know and have you ever taken beta blockers no, you probably I've don't thought about it. Okay, me too. For golf, though, because I get uh, <laughs> yeah, you get too. That's yeah, I, I don't. Real, that's your yes, nerve wracking. Like okay. I can walk out on stage, do a bunch of new comedy for two thousand people. I know some of it's gonna bomb. That's okay. I'm not nervous. I can do radio. I can be t- I can be on live TV. Whatever. Yeah, all good. Because I've wow. done it and I failed so many times. I know the worst case is gonna happen. I can get through it. No big deal. I like that if theory. I'm, though. If I'm playing golf, yeah, it sucks. Because I'm like, oh, I'm shaky as crap. <laughs> yes, I yeah. get that. So I've yeah. thought about that. Are you thinking about taking one for... Oh, for that? Yeah. I've thought about it because it's it's not like Xanax, right? No. Where it messes you up. Okay, because I saw it literally on like Kardashians or something, I think, where they were like, just take a beta blocker. And I was like, what is that? And then I looked into it and now I'm like, maybe I can do that to play more so I don't get a rash. Or just go Xanax. Go full Xanax. Go full Xanax. Drink some whiskey. This is That'll be a good, good scene. Yeah. <laughs> so you- I'll be like my dad in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw a TikTok of your dad that was so funny, by the way. Oh, I was talking about it on the show like two weeks ago where he was talking about, he does a whole lead in about how he hates funny songs and then he goes into oh, Ocean yeah. Property. Yes. So so funny, such a funny. He's up there just you know singing, playing, and then he's like, I hate funny songs. And George Strait called, and and then here, well, this song paid me a lot of money, so I, I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. And so I just thought it was so fun. Growing up in a house where your dad, that's, I mean, he celebrated for it. Not only does he do it, but he celebrated for it. Did you always know that's what you wanted to do? I think yes, but I didn't want to want to do it. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Derek Wells, I don't know, you probably know Derek, guitar player. I, he, amazing guitar player. He and I talk about it a lot because we had a similar upbringing in that way with his mom being a great singer and his dad and stepdad being great guitar players. But I all, I tried so hard to not want to write. And eventually I just, um, I actually moved to California for a year after high school just to get away from where I was from really and like tried to run from it a little bit yes and yeah. I was working and I met this lady that um she, Kathleen Carey she was at Sony TV at the time and I would I would go play her songs and finally one day she, and I had not talked to my dad about it at all 
like I don't think I'd played him anything I'd done at all at that point. And one day I was in there meeting with her and she was looked at me and was like, go home. Mm. I was like, dang, Kathleen, that's mean. Like about, I was thinking like she didn't like a song or something. And she's like, no, I mean, you write country songs and you're good at it. I don't care who your dad is. I don't care what your complex is. Go try and figure it out. And um, so then I, I tried to do that. I guess I didn't think about the complex part of it. Mm-hmm. Cause that's heavy. No, yeah, it's still. I mean, it, there's still sometimes that I don't know. It's weird. I think I'll think about being like Sean Lennon or yeah. someone like that. Jacob Dylan. I don't even know what you do with that. <laughs> I really don't. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm old enough now where it's not really. It's not really. I'm so proud of my dad. And what's funny and, is I don't even think about your dad when I think about you. That's so nice. <laughs> and I don't know that I would have gotten over to him but you mentioned your dad in the 80s I was like oh yeah just watch a TikTok by him yes so that put me there but yeah. I don't think I don't I don't I don't know that I would or wouldn't but I don't I don't think about you and that being your dad when I think about you oh, and wow. I don't know if that matters to you it matters a lot to me especially coming from me you know what I mean it does matter I don't a lot as- to me I know it but I don't associate those two I think it would matter to him even too cuz he I know he always it was like, you've got to stop when I was really young. Because I had people be shitty to me. For what reason? Uh, for being like his kid. And I really went... For existing? Well, just that they were... It was either the attitude of, um, she's probably not going to be good. She's only doing this because... Got it. He's, and I went out of my way to not have my dad be affiliated with me trying to get a deal or anything. Like I just kind of tried. I was so conscious of him. And what other people would think that, so that was hurtful. And then I will never forget, I had a write with a guy I had idolized most of my life early on in getting a deal. And he was such a dick to me. And I couldn't figure out during the first part of the write what was going on. And then he started saying things about my dad. And I was thinking, oh, Mm. he has weird beef with my dad. So I guess he's going to take it out on me now. And it was just such a bummer of like the don't meet your heroes kind of moment. I'll still have things certain times, not often, but I'll think with some of the older cats who are like a lot of the people I respect the most that I'll think, I wonder if this has something to do with my dad versus me. I don't know. Well, it could be a different generation, generational thing. I don't think about you and then think about your dad. And when the people bring you up, I don't think about your dad. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought about your dad until you said my dad. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's got to be... I talked to him this morning, I think is why he's on my brain. That's no. got to be tough though. Again, yeah. you, I mean, I'm a therapy person. Yes. Same. And I have my traumas for sure. Yes. You Actually, the list is so long. It's like one of those Santa Claus lists, you know, where it's the big, on the spool and you pull yeah, it out. I really do. But I definitely would... That. Yeah, that would, yeah. Be, that would be a thing. Let's take a quick pause for a message from our sponsor. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your next stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring. You're talking about men's boots, women's boots. 
um, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, timeless style, always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort, little to no break-in period. Like it's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, direct consumer pricing keeps the value on your feet, the money in your pocket. So stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, shop the new styles. You like the smell of leather or no? I love it. Yeah, that's what the whole store basically is: fresh leather, yep. friendly staff, or like the smell of staff. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm sure they smell good there. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. What a gift, too. Regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like this. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Yeah. Yeah. Tecovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the Boar's Nest. Welcome back to the Bobby Cast. When you say don't meet your heroes, who have you met though that was awesome? That was that was almost hero to you. Um, I don't want to get emotional. I actually, um, he first person I'm thinking of is um, Keith Gaddis, who um, he just passed away on Sunday, like um, unexpectedly, and he was someone who. Um, I met him several years ago, and I, I mean, Keith was so cool. We just radiated. Did you ever meet him? Uh, just met him and didn't know him. Okay. What was special about him? He just was the coolest. He had, I don't, it sounds like woo-woo, but energetically. I mean, the way he walked, the way he talked. He was such a great songwriter and such a great player. Um, and I was so intimidated when I first, we first were meeting, I was like, oh, I want him to like me or whatever. And he was someone who was always so great to me and was a person who early on was like, Hey, you're really good at this. Get over yourself. He gave you confidence. Yes. And, and he, I think he did that for a lot of people and he is, I mean, El Cerrito Place is a song I think any songwriter in town probably is like, I would give my like right arm to have written that song and so many other songs of his, but he was someone um, for me definitely that was a good, good meet your, meet your hero and, and became a friend and um, another friend's husband. And um, yeah. He well, was I appreciate one. you sharing that. I know that's a very sensitive thing because he just passed away. Yeah. Um, 
but what about artists wise you ever get in a room with somebody you're like this is awesome and then it was awesome Oh, let's see. I'm trying to think who. As you as you think, I'll vamp and give you a couple of mine. Which okay, also yes, gives you please some do. Space. You know, for me meeting Dolly, and there's no way Dolly can live up to what Dolly always has, been, but she does. Somehow she does. I can't imagine being around her. And I've been able to do five, six, seven things with her to the point That's where so I can cool. just see her. And she's like Bobby. It's just like it's. There's no way she can live up to what I think Dolly is supposed to be by all the interviews, TV shows, movies. You go down. But somehow, right? She does it. It's like when there's no way LeBron was supposed to. He couldn't have lived up to the hype. LeBron could never live up to the hype when he was in high school. Plus, but he did. Yeah. Dolly's that. It's unbelievable. Reba, you meet Reba. You hang out with Reba. I've been lucky enough to do some stuff with Reba, and you go, "Oh, I get it." Yes. That's the thing that people want, and you can't build it. You yeah. can't create, but she has it. She also works hard and is super talented, but the it. Yes. Reba is, is a- it. amazing. That She's is amazing. Awesome. So I'll ask you again, who, who have you got like to write with or put in a room with and you're like, this is super cool. And then they ended up being super cool. Gosh, I'm like thinking, my brain is like blinking. There's so many cool artists. Um, I'll tell you someone who, I mean, we're peers and now like friends, but it was, I will say it was a trip to me to get to know. And she's exactly what like I would have is Miranda. I mean, she's such a G she's such a great songwriter. She's so herself. I do. I love her a lot. Um, I think that's a good one too, because Miranda and I've been able to, not get to know Miranda like I have Reba or Dolly, but I've spent some time with Miranda, mm-hmm. especially with animals, right? Yes. Like that's something we have in common. So that's mm-hmm. something that we have done things together with and about. And Miranda, you have this image of Miranda being like for real, just being like a for real person. Yes. But sometimes, as you know, that ain't the reality here. Yes. But it's super cool to know that that's how she exists. Yeah. I think she's just unabashedly herself, which. I always had loved her music so much. And so that was really cool to, like you're saying, to know that. Is there anyone you haven't met that you would want to meet? Oh, that's a good question. Um, in, in this world, no. Okay. But there are, there are like, my hero is David Letterman. Heck Never yeah. got to meet him. I haven't got, I mean, he's not dead. <gasps> no, I've, ne- I've yeah. never, never got to meet him. Um, so that one's. We got to make that happen. I, How can we make that happen? But here's the thing I have. He was the first person that I ever saw on television that was goofy, a bit irreverent, odd, mm-hmm. didn't look like everybody else. And I was like, oh, then I, that means I can do it. Yes. I mean, that literally watching this goofy, tall, white But dude, he's so cool. Right. Cool and I am not cool. But if you, yeah, ask, like you, if are. you asked him- Because you're like, yourself. Well, if, Which that's, is cool. if that's cool, then okay, I'm the coolest there is. But I, I don't feel so. like I'm cool at all. That's to me what's, what cool is. But he gave me the confidence to, to go- Okay, I can do it. I don't got to look like yeah. everybody else does. But at the same time, I don't know if I want to meet him because I don't want to be let down because he right. was such a big part of yeah. all that I do. Mm-hmm. So Letterman, I haven't met. I've only met Adam Sandler on Zoom. And oh, that's amazing. It, even that was really cool, right, Mike? It was cool. I can't. I would. That's amazing. He's like, hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. <laughs> no way. Yeah. It's gonna look like So we, uh, Adam Sandler, to me was that comedy music and you know yes. I tour playing comedy music and I was just like 
this is so funny. You can do stupid stuff. Yes. And so I haven't met Sandler. Those are probably the two big ones that I haven't met. You, who have you not met that you'd like to meet, even here? Um, I, well, I can think of my number. Don Henley is would be my number. Which You're a big Eagles fan? Yes. Yeah. Um, his writing too. I'm um, Boys of Summer is one of my favorite songs of all time. And I and now I'm scared to meet him. I'd be scared to meet. He was really nice to Brandy, but I hear mixed mixed reviews there about Don. Um, I think I've heard mixed reviews of all the Eagles, though, but I think because they've just had their their seasons. Yes. I met Joe Walsh in the Tootsie's Was he alley. awesome? Yes. He kissed me on the cheek and said, thanks, baby. Because I was like, Joe, I'm such a big fan. I read, his, help it. I read his book, and I was like, this dude's got to be cool. Yeah, he was cool. <laughs> it's exactly what I expected. He was, I mean, it was brief, but it was really cool. I didn't wash my face for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Hang tight. The Bobby Cast will be right back. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacovas is your next stop before attending your next concert. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring. You're talking about men's boots, women's boots, um, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, timeless style, always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort, little to no break-in period. Like it's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, direct consumer pricing keeps the value on your feet, the money in your pocket. So stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, shop the new styles. You like the smell of leather or no? I love it. Yeah. That's what the whole store basically is. Fresh leather. Yep. Friendly staff. Or you like the smell of staff? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm sure they smell good there. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. What a gift, too. Regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like this. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Yeah. Yeah. Tecovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. And we're back on the Bobby Cast. The Eagles, were you a fan? Like listening, yes. like all of it. 
Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, and and their solo stuff, you know, and uh, I love them and his writing. Do you know Vince at all? Um, I've met Vince a few times. Um, I mean, I asked because he's been playing with goat. He plays with yes. the Eagles. I, mean, I went to that show here. Did you so go? So did I. It was pretty sick. It was awesome. And what I liked about it, it was it was old. So. They didn't scream the whole time. We just got to enjoy the show. Yes, and I loved watching all of the older people. Mm-hmm. Like feel feel like they did. Yes, then. that was the best yes. part. I saw like people like making out yeah. all this wild stuff. I was like, <laughs> it's from the seventies, man. But it made me have so much joy. That's uh, what I want to do in twenty years when Creed's playing. Yes. I want to get up and dry hump my wife and be like, remember this? this? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Vince, and, and also the the kids, um, the son of. Which one that died? One of the Eagles was playing too. Oh, uh, um, Glenn. Yeah, that's yes. right. So, mm-hmm. that, oh yeah, that was a, it was such an excellent show. So sick and so different than like because uh, I went to watch Morgan Wallen here and everybody screamed the whole time. You couldn't hear anything. Yeah, the whole time. I know they had they recorded the whole thing on their phone and they screamed the whole time and I, and it was like, yeah, I'm good. It's so crazy. it's so hard for me to enjoy the show because I yeah. now that I'm not 22. I know. I know. Like, I just want to sit. I know. It's like I, ball games too, though. So I'm like, you know, I like going. But I like watching them on TV now too because I, I can get all the angles. I'm completely with you yeah. about games. And I feel like a wimp because of that because I've always been like, so I just want to be there. Yeah, but I'm with you. I don't think I don't think we're wimps. It's but you know what? I'm gonna die on the hill. It's better. Sorry, it just is. Now I'm not gonna commit to better because I just don't want to get killed on that hill. <laughs> yeah, girl, like, keep me that, out of this. Yeah, that can be a hill. I'll put a disguise on and go up there <laughs> with you. Hang out. Yeah. What, what is your process? As in, I'm always thinking of either show ideas or jokes or or funny song ideas all the time. And I Same as you. In my phone. Yes. Doesn't ever shut off. Ever. Sometimes when you want it to. Yes. You Even know? when I'm ha- like almost asleep. Yes. And, and then then, I, then I have to get up and, and write it in because if I do the stupid thing where I go to sleep, I'm like, I know I had an idea last night. Yeah. I can't remember it. Yes. I, the worst feeling. And because you'll swear this was the most It was genius. the one. Oh, yeah. This was the one. It was the one. Yeah. And then, or the ones you do write down, think it's the one you wake up, you open your phone, like, oh, get to it. This is trash. You know what I mean? I've done two where I've woken up. I guess I was kind of dreaming about it. And I was like, this would be so funny to tell a joke and I'll record a voice memo. <laughs> and I'm, so I listen back to it and I'm like, this isn't, this is never funny. Exactly. What was I thinking to exactly. think that was ever funny? <laughs> yes. I love in rights when anybody, any of us will hold, turn it down, hold it up to their own ear. And it's like, play it for the class. Let's yeah. hear how bad so the melody is. So only they can hear it. Yes. So it's just so they can know if they want to actually share yes. it outwardly. Even with like your utmost homies, <laughs> I feel like everyone's still like, Ugh. like, I don't know, you know? You have a... a the notes. What do you put it in? You put it in notes app. Do you put it in notes app? Yeah, me too. I know. I'm like, what's in here? And so, and mine's also. You may be way more organized than I am. Probably. But not. I've got like for TikToks I want to do. Oh, you're more I'm, organized than me. Yo, I'm pretty organized. I have you, to be. Yeah. I've got song ideas. Let's go. I've got no, not for you. These are stupid songs. You can't Dang. have them. And if you saw it and you still want, I will sue you. Uh, <laughs> I have um, songs that I've written just so I can. Be sure to play them. So I've got them all. Wow, you're really, you are really organized. Mine is in the middle of like stuff, a grocery list, and then it's, it's like. It's just all one. You're just, or it's stuff that's done I haven't put in the <laughs> other. Oh, I see those people and they freak me out the most. Like just every, Hunter like, Phelps the other day. I, I think it was Hunter. Sorry, Hunter. Just graffiti of all Oh, of no, it? it'll be like, this is a song that's done. Yeah. But like his was an idea list where it was all in the same document. Like all these song titles all just down the page. And I was like, bro, you aren't even doing them like separate. 
Oh, you mean he had to, for, it's in one, he's got to scroll to find it. He's yes. He's got to like search for it on one page. Yeah, but then I kind of wanted to take it from him and just scroll through it and be like, what should we do today? And what has he forgotten that he wrote that was so good because it's lost in, in there? And new eyes could probably go, this yeah. is great. Yes. Do you, are you a red dot person on your phone? Do you keep text and emails or do you wipe them off immediately? What is red? I don't even know what that is. So your emails... On the, see, like right here. Yes. I, since we've been talking, I've got three emails. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I can't keep that. Do and that. I have one. I, no, I wipe them off. Me too. As I soon mean, as we're done here, I will go through every text. Yes. Every email. Same here. Reply, and if I can't reply, and I know it's important. I'll save it as unread. Okay, you can do that now, which mm-hmm. I it would be helpful for me, and I need to start doing. But then it drives me crazy until I get back to it. Yes. And it's like uh, okay, I'm similar to I'm you. I'm going to withdraw. Day. I'm like, I gotta get to the unread the, message. P- the red dot people. That when it's like 1,000, yeah. that freaks me out. I don't like... And then I feel like texting sometimes, I'm, if like someone posts a screenshot or something, I'm like, is this a flex that you're like, I have 300 unread messages? You know what I mean? Like I feel I'm, like maybe so it is. Cool. Yeah. What I definitely kind of do. I, I rarely put my phone away, but when I do for extended amount of time, I'll be like, I can't wait to get back to my phone because I got so many text messages. I'm so cool. And then it's like none. The worst feeling. Nobody has texted me. Yeah. Like, I don't need to be reminded, so that's why I keep my phone on, mostly. Yes. People think it's I'm addicted to my phone. No, I just don't like when I put my phone away that I'm reminded of how big of a loser I am. Because <laughs> nobody texts me. It's, much. The, it's yeah. the worst. Feeling. Do you think you could write a song? Let's say my life depended on it. Okay. And I called you and I said, hey. I said, look. I'm already stressed. The, this guy's got a gun in my head. And I need you right now. I need you to write a song, a hit song for me in an hour. You have one hour to do it. Can you write a song? And it's got to go... You know, it's got to be a, at least a top 10 song on the country chart. Uh, and if you don't, I'm going to get shot in the head. Do you think you could do it in an hour? Yeah, I would FaceTime Chase and be like, Bobby's going to get shot. We have to do this. And, w- and what would you, what are the elements that you would put in a song that you know are, is are, are yes, are so that's hard. in line? Like, is it claps, whistles? Is it whiskey? Like, what are the things that's like easily, I don't want to use the word generic, but I'm universal. Yes. But with melody, lyrics, you could make a hit. What are those keys? Well, I definitely think it would be tempo if I was trying to get more guaranteed. Yeah. Um, thematically, I feel like we've gotten out of bro country and have moved into like redneck country. So I would definitely like go into that. Um, if it had to be yeah. a hit Yeah, you have one today. hour. And if you're not done, I get shot too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, but you know what? I say all that and. I would look through my phone, and if I, hopefully I would have a great idea that had heart. I still feel like songs with oh, heart. Oh, don't go with the ballad. Win. I'm gonna get shot in the head. No, I yeah. mean even too if risky. it was tempo, too risky, too risky, too risky. Too risky. Too risky. Um, maybe until you can't vibe or something though. Um, yeah, I think I could do it. Do you? Did you write today? I did not. Um, I just got back from that writing camp, and I feel like there was one day we wrote. I think. Five or six songs. In a um, day? Yeah, I blame Ashley in Machine. A, in a day. Yes. And um, I had told Alex, I was like, dude, I need a couple days. Because I had done a camp, another retreat, right before the one I just did. And it was uh, like, we stayed up really late and got a lot of songs too. So I've, I felt a little fried. I'm still trying to figure out, that's my biggest mountain, I think, is... Um, I would be curious to ask you this, actually. Taking, figuring out how, because I kind of feel like I'm in a workaholic season, but I feel myself starting to need to take some time off. Um, I haven't ever been able to figure out yet what's my perfect, 
you know, equation for how many days a week I need to ride. Or there's never there's no, no such thing. You think there's okay. no such thing. There's, That's good there's to know. chasing it. Yeah. There's and I say this as someone who's not good at it, but there's no such thing as that. Okay. Not for you. No. Yeah. Not for me. No. But are you? Why do you think you want more balance, or do you just want to want more balance? I think I want to want more balance. Yeah, because I definitely am the person. I have other friends that are really good about it. If they get a call at the eleventh hour, like, "Hey, do you want to come do this?" They'll be like, "No, I I have to do X Y Z." And I'm always the person that's like, "Yes, I will. I will." At least in the season I've been in lately, for sure, that it wants to go right. Why do you think you want balance? I don't know. I mean, but then maybe I, I don't. I think I'm curious at the the whole concept because I do feel like songs are kind of just my life. I, I don't know. I love, I never get really sick of working on songs. I feel the same way about work where, but also think I used work as a way to get away from a traumatic past and it gave me a bridge I think I do that. To a more positive life. Yes. Not in the same place. So, like, I understand my relationship with work and why it is. Mm -hmm. So, but then I met my wife, and to her, and she's got a master's degree, and she's got, you know, she was, she is so smart and killed, but balance is so important to her because she has a very healthy family life. Like, Uh with her family, she had it growing up. It was instilled, and I did not. I didn't even have a family. And so it's like two fists that punch each other, not literally, but me trying to figure out what the heck is this balance and her going, how do you not want to have some sort of balance? So it has been, it's been very hard for me. I know. I, I listening to you, I'm like, okay, this makes a lot of sense to me now that it's been very hard, but I listen, I could wake up at four, open the computer and then not go to bed until 1am and just then fold down the computer. Because, but I also love what I do. Right. So, what time do you wake up every day? This morning, probably 3.15. Wow. It varies a little bit depending mm-hmm. on, but what's hardest is when I'm doing shows on weekends and I go back. I don't know I go how to, you, yeah. I go to sleep at midnight or one and then I got to flip back. Yeah. When you're having a normal day, what time do you go to sleep? Do you have normal days? No. Okay. That's a hard question for me to answer because <laughs> yeah. there is, yeah. there's no normal. No. But I would say if I can get to bed by- Which is the beauty of it, yeah, I guess. Absolutely. Not complaining. Yeah. If I get to bed by 10, wake up about three or so, that's not healthy. I have this aura ring. That's what Brett has. Well, that's why I know about okay, it. Okay, yeah. He, he told me about that. I was like, I'm not getting that. I'll get anxiety from the ring, like from that ring. I, I just watch it for sleep. It is a great indicator of sleep. Okay. And so, and I don't like jewelry, but yeah, Brett had it forever. And I was like, Ooh, fine. School on you. He's like, I will cave. I will cave. And it's awesome. So but you I, only look at the sleep? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Okay. That makes me. I would be curious how I'm sleeping because I don't think I sleep well. You don't? Um, no. Why don't you? I think, I don't know. I Mine's always running. I'm, yeah. I feel like I shouldn't have my phone and I will like messing with ideas or whatever. I think, yeah. I feel like no one in my family sleeps either. So I've started wondering if it's genetic. My brother's reading some book about sleep. I think Brett has read it too, actually. And he was telling me the other day, well, this guy's in here talking about if you're a night owl, that's just who you are. Like you can't, it's really difficult to change. I thought it was kind of fascinating. I should probably My body clock, if I didn't have this morning show, I would go to sleep about 4.30 a.m. 
normally, and I would wake up about 12.30 or 1 p.m. That would be me. That's me, yeah. In my perfect world. <laughs> it's just a, a lot of stuff gets done before 1 p.m. that I got to be a part of, same yes, with you. Yes, especially you, yeah. yeah. So that's what I would do. Yeah. You feel like you're, do you feel like you're successful now, or do you feel like you're on your way to being successful, or do you think you'll ever feel successful? Knowing me, I don't know if I ever will. I would like to, I feel like I've, I'm, I feel proud, I guess. Good for you. Of certain songs. Um, what song are you proud of? What comes to mind first? First song. Break Up In The End. Good. I, I was going to ask you about that. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm very proud of that song and I love having it. Everything about, I love that it's with Cole, who's an old friend and Chase and John. It's like kind of one of those things, everything. Um, Dan and Shay actually wanted that song, which is funny. Because Dan, when we first became friends, we're talking about that. Um, but it's definitely that song. Nominated for a Grammy. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you go? Yes. Pretty cool? It was Yes. That is, yeah, that, that never, I mean, I would like to win sometime, but we'll do, see. When you're there at a place like that, do you have imposter syndrome? Or do yes. you feel like you belong? Yes. You do? I feel like I lately have, a, a re, I have it really bad. But I, is it, but it, what's crazy, and I'll end with this, mm-hmm. and I believe you. That's the thing. I believe you. Yeah. Because I see a lot of parallels and just how we um, just consume outward in. Mm-hmm. But when you say that, and I read when we started this, 21 cuts since January 1st and 32 in the last 12 months. That's just data you can't argue with. Right. That's... I mean, that's... How can I still argue with it in my head? <laughs> I guess you do. So I, you'll never be satisfied until you learn how to just live satisfied regardless. So my therapist tells me. Yeah. I don't, I'm not there. How do you... I was going to ask No, I'm you. not. I'm terrible. I've listened to one of, your, one of yours with Emily Wiseman. Yeah. I remember when you guys talked about imposter syndrome. And it was the first time I'd ever heard the term. And so um, it's kind of crazy you brought that up because I was thinking, I need to ask him about that. Today. I love it. How he's feeling. It's so still. Okay. And so... My therapist constantly tells me, until you're, you don't feel imposter syndrome doing, I mean, you could fail everything else and you still should not feel it. So you're always going to feel it until you don't feel it at all, ever. Wow. And it's like, oh, I'll, never, I'll just always feel it then. <laughs> I know, that's, that's I, how I feel. So I'm just committed. There are certain people I wonder if they ever feel it. I would like to ask Ashley that. I should have asked him that this weekend because I asked him a lot of questions. Probably, but. I would think so. It's maybe not anymore. But again, I don't know. There's some I of the know. most successful, confident people I've met that really, they question themselves constantly. Wow. And they question if they're worth it and they question, but it makes me feel good when people admit to that because then I don't feel so alone. Same. Yeah. Like to hear you say it makes me feel better. For well, sure. listen, I'm really happy for you. I mean, you're just, you're, you're annihilating you. the place oh. regardless of how you feel about it. It's just so cool to see. You've had massive success on different levels. You have success that's bubbling now with the OD stuff. The the Brandy stuff, I'm sure, is going to be awesome. Yeah. But even you know the Megan Maroney and the Jelly Roll stuff, it's like you're still... I'm excited about that. And Katie Offerman, who's new on... I love Katie. Okay, so her... You have to play it. Um, I think it's coming out in May. Uh, I Just Killed a Man, our song. I'm really proud of that song. Is that and- a confession, a real-life confession by you? Um, who'd you kill? Who'd I get right? Um, I think that there's a lot of people, I could, uh, guys, I can think of actually. Oh, we'll move off that right real yeah, quick for you. Real quick yeah. before I like out myself, <laughs> um, get arrested. Uh, but you got to play that song because she's the best. Deal. Yeah. Uh, we play a lot of Katie. Yeah. 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 Okay. Look, what do your friends call you, by the way? 
Oh gosh, Jesse, JJ, JJD, Jesse Joe, J Joe. I have a lot of nicknames. Too many. Yeah, you gave me too many options there. I know. What do you want to call me, JJ? JJD? I probably would have thought your friends would call you JJ. I get that. What's and JJD, most- I get a lot. I think, and I think I can't remember who really started that, but I do get called that one most probably. Well, JJD. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's one too many syllables. Um, I really enjoyed this hour. I enjoyed it as yeah, well. Yeah, thanks. I, if you were nervous, you didn't act like it. You didn't come off as nervous. No. Uh, thanks for your generosity and your stories and being vulnerable. This Thank was, you. This was really cool. I love so it. So just keep killing it. There she is. You guys follow her, Jesse Joe Dillon, at Jesse Joe Dillon. Is that all your, you have your name universally? Yes. Good for you. I know. I did it somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. And thanks. Until an, in another 32 cuts, we'll do this again. Yes. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to a BobbyCast production. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. You can probably spell it. You probably know it. Tacovas dot com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.